Welcome into Inside the Den, your look inside Lee's McRae Athletics. Inside the Den is produced for the sole purpose of keeping Bobcat fans in the know and can be found on our website, lmcbobcats.com, or on SoundCloud. Just search Lee's McRae Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tim Hall. Welcome back, Bobcat fans, to Inside the Den. Long time, no here. A short introduction before today's show, we've got two excellent guests, new coaches here at Lee's McRae. You're going to hear from the head coach of women's softball, Kendall Fuller, and the head coach of the men and women tennis team, Gene Highfield. Kendall and Gene are new to Lee's McRae, and they're going to share their story. But before we get to those discussions, I want to talk about something new and important to the athletic department here. By now, you should know we've got a new website that we launched a few weeks ago at lmcbobcats.com. First and foremost, check that out. I think you're going to like the design. You're going to like the format. uh, And it just looks better. Secondly, and most importantly, I want you to find the Bobcat Club. Now, this is something we're going to talk more and more about with each episode we have. And please consider joining the Bobcat Club because your support your donations to the Bobcat Club directly affect our ability to fulfill our goals and dreams. And so you can find that on lmcbobcats.com or you could go straight to givecampus.com and search Lees McRae College. There you can join the Bobcat Club and you can even specifically donate to a team of your choice That money will go directly to that team and help them achieve their goals. Now, I know that we have some fans out there that are in love with all things Lee's McRae Athletics, but some of you, you have that one thing that you enjoy the most. And if you want to support that team, that coach, and those players, then please join the Bobcat Club. Give directly to them. Any amount helps. And so you're going to hear me talk about the Bobcat Club in every episode and givecampus.com. Search for Lee's McRae College. It's easy to use. You can do it all from the website. So please check that out and help support Lee's McRae Athletics. All right. So let's get back to the show. Thanks for listening. Go Bobcats. Our first guest today on Inside the Den is Kendall Fuller. Kendall is the new women's softball coach. Kendall, welcome to Inside the Den. Thanks, Tim. Well, we're going to get right into it. Okay, so you've been coaching for 10 years at the Division I level, and now you're here in Banner Elk at Lees McRae. So why D2 and why now Lees McRae? Uh, well, Tim, Lee's McRae really is, is just a perfect fit for me. Um, I love Banner Elk and, and the, the high country in North Carolina. I've spent a lot of time in the mountains um, from my time at Appalachian State and also my time coaching at Western Carolina. 
Um, and, and this is just a, a, a great fit. Lee's McRae is a, an unbelievable college that, that really is a student-centered university, and I felt like it was just a great opportunity to uh, lead a program that has a solid foundation and, and is really going in the right direction and uh, just a good opportunity to take it to the next level in, in a place that I absolutely love to be. Well, as you alluded to, you are no stranger to the high country. You did graduate from Appalachian State. Uh, where are you originally from, and how did you end up there? I'm originally from um, Gilbert, South Carolina, so a small town right outside of Columbia. Uh, I grew up coming to Sugar Mountain and Beach Mountain to ski as a kid, so I, I think my first ski trip was probably around five years old or so so um no stranger to this area um and and really just grew up loving it and uh that that led me to appalachian state and um in my time there uh i really got to know the the area better i i was a biology secondary education major um i did some internships at avery high school and at ash county high school so i spent a good bit of time um in, in different areas um teaching and, and and really just getting to to know the area and and you just fall in love with it you know it's a theme as i talk to everyone and i can throw myself in theirs once you have invested some time in this area uh there's something that always pulls you back oh a absolutely um you know you you don't ever want to leave um and and when I saw that Lise McRae had an opening for the head coach position, it was a no-brainer for me. Um, it, this is this is a great fit. It's home, um, and I'm just looking looking forward to continuing the upward trend within the softball program. Well, after ten years, you know you were at Winthrop and then Western Carolina, uh, and you served in many different roles there. But what do you feel that you learned the most during those ten years that you can apply here? to the team at Lees McRae? Tim, I've learned a lot over the last 10 years. Um, I think I've really grown as a coach. I've got experience um, really working with every aspect of the program. Um, and, you know, just, just focusing on the kids and, and making sure that they have a, a great student athlete experience, um, working on building strong teamwork. Um, and then the, the importance of recruiting. You know, we've, we've got to find kids that fit Lees McRae. Um, I think you and I both understand that this is a special place and, and we want to find kids that fit here and, and appreciate the area and appreciate what the college um, stands for and, and that are just good fits for the university. So um, I've, I've learned a lot in all aspects of the program, but, you know, it, importance of recruiting here will, will be huge for the program and, and continuing that uh, foundation of success. Yes, I agree with you. It was something I learned early on when I came here. Uh, this is my eighth season. And the motto of the college of in the mountains, of the mountains, for the mountains, boy, it really sinks in after a while and you realize you do have to find the right people who fit that motto. And uh, because, as you said, this is a special place. It's different. It's uniquely different than everywhere everywhere else that uh, is in the region. Um, as an assistant... You know, as you said, you you seem to serve every position. You've you've done it all. You've seen it all, not just on the field, but also as an administrator. You know, on paper, you are well prepared for this job. But one thing that stood out to me is that you seem to thrive on developing offense. 
and power. And, uh, of course, you've got offense and power. You know, you're scoring some runs. I mean, do you, do you see that as, a, as an area of emphasis for you, or is it just something you love, is just to get in the box and hit? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, this, this Lisa McCray is a great place for a hitter. Um, <laughs> uh, hitters like to hit at, at higher elevations. The ball seems to, to fly out of the park a little bit. Um, so that will certainly be a, a focus point for, for me through recruiting. Um, but you can't discount the other aspects of the game either. Um, pitching is really important and having a solid defense behind our pitchers um, really just puts us in a good position to have a well-rounded team. So sure, while I focused on offense um, in, in some of my other positions uh, as an assistant coach and, and later as a co-head coach at Winthrop, um, you know, I'm really focused on building a well-rounded team. Hmm. Well, as you study your roster, you know, what excites you the most on both offense and defense? What stands out to you? Sure. Well, we're really just getting going. Um, today actually is one of our first days as a for individual practice. So I'm really excited just to get out there and, and get to know the team better and, and to work with them on the field. But um, through my conversations with them and, and looking back at the past couple seasons, obviously winning the conference championship in 2019 just provides a huge foundation. And, and the kids are hungry. They're, they're ready to get back out there. Having the season canceled midseason last year has, has really left them with that, that feeling of they just can't wait to get back on the field and, and they work hard. Um, I don't, I don't want to single anybody out at this point just because we haven't, haven't been through that fall practice yet, but, Overall, um, we've got strong pitching, a um, couple of freshmen coming in that, that are going to add to an already strong pitching staff. Um, I think we've got great defense uh, coming back, and, and the senior class is, is um, you know, prime examples of what leaders should be. Um, and uh, I'm just excited to, to get out there and work with them. Well, I believe everyone is pumped to get on a field, to get on a bike, to get out there and just be with their teammates, number one, and hopefully someday soon. Uh, and for your squad, in the springtime, your season rolls around and that we're back doing what we love to do. Uh, I believe we're going to see some amazing seasons out of everybody uh, because of the missed time of competition. And it might be hard for you to answer this next one, but you know, looking ahead, us coaches, we're already working on uh, fall 2021 recruits and going through that process and looking at our rosters of who is graduating, what were their contributions, what holes are we going to need to fill. For you as a first-year head coach here, what has it been like so far for you on the recruiting process as you're you know, maneuvering through all the NCAA rules? Uh, number one, what's, what's that been like? And two, what do you see as some of the needs that you're going to address uh, for next fall? Uh, well, you know, that, the recruiting's been tough so far. Um, actually, today, the, the September 1st, we're allowed to go recruit again. Um, and so I'm excited to get back out there. Uh, I'll be out this weekend at a, at a tournament um, in Rock Hill. And, you know, this summer has been a, a virtual recruiting platform for, for most coaches. And, and that's really just tough. Um, you know, you can, you can see some skill sets, um, watching a video, but, uh, as I mentioned before, fit is huge for me and, and I'm recruiting the whole person, not just the softball player. So absolutely you got to find talented kids, but you also got to find kids that are going to fit 
um, with your team, good character, kids, good academics, um, you know, so it's a, it's more than just about their softball skills. So you can't tell that from a video. So I'm really excited to get back out there and, and watch kids interact with their teammates. I like to see how they interact with their parents. Um, and, and so that's a huge piece for me. So I'm ready to get back to the, the in-person recruiting. Um, and, and that's going to start this weekend. Well, we're all grateful that that's finally happening. And, you know, one thing I noticed also just within your background and your success as um, as a coach at D1, your, your, your athletes performed exceptionally well in the classroom. What was it about that, that, that they were able to achieve those things? And what was your role in that? And, and it, obviously it sounds like you emphasize academics quite a bit. Sure. I'm a, I'm a student first coach. Um, you know, I, I think they have to take care of, um, the business in the classroom before they're, um, before they're worried about softball and, and, and the on the field stuff. So, um, a lot of that, you know, I, I got to give credit where credit's due. And, and a lot of that goes to, to recruiting and, and the kids that you recruit fitting that school and, and really having a focus on their academics. And that's something that I didn't have to teach them. Um, they already had that. So their success in the classroom, I would attribute that to them. And then obviously um, us as a coaching staff at both places that I've been um, emphasizing the importance of taking care of uh, your academics first. And, and that's what's going to take them, um, you know, on their next step in life. There's not a whole lot of opportunities um, for professional softball that, that kids can make a career out of. Um, so ultimately, them graduating and receiving their degree is most important. All right. I agree 100% with that. Uh, and, you know, looking for, you know, athletes that obviously they may not be looking at Lee's McRae if it weren't for your team or my team. But number one priority is the classroom and academics. And without that, uh, it's going to be difficult to go far later on in life. Okay. So one final question. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, what is your one big Bobcat Club dream goal fundraiser for the women softball team? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Tim, you know, I, I would love to see uh, the, the field uh, upgraded a little bit in terms of the, the dugouts. Go, go big. Go big. Go as big. Go I'm big, talking huh? dream now. Dream. <laughs> Well, you know, just just upgrading facilities, uh, larger dugouts. Um, you know, I want to make it a place where um, our facility it already has the backdrop that you just can't draw up. Um, you know, it's it's literally if you're looking out of the outfield, it's it's the prettiest place to play in in North Carolina, probably the southeast, heck, maybe even the country. Um, so just upgrading the facilities to to make the softball field um state of the art is um uh, you know my my dream goal and and i'm going to continue to work on that and starting some processes already of getting a few things done and you know we're just going to continue to work at it well that's a good dream and for all of the women softball fans and followers out there uh you know go to lmcbobcats.com and join the bobcat club you can go through the givecampus.com website uh, give directly to the softball team if you'd like and, and help Kendall and her team achieve that goal. Uh, you're going to hear us talk uh, every episode about the Bobcat Club and the difference that it makes for us and that you can help 
these teams, these coaches accomplish their their bigger dreams and goals through that and your giving. So, Kendall, appreciate you being on Inside the Den and sharing your story today. Tim, thanks so much. Next up on Inside the Den, we have Gene Highfield. Gene is the new head coach of the men and women tennis team here at Lees McRae College. Gene, welcome to Inside the Den. Thanks, Tim. Nice talking to you. Well, locally, your name is probably recognizable to the tennis community because you were the head coach at Watauga High for three years and you were an assistant at Appalachian State, and now you're here with us. So explain to us, why Lees McRae? I think Lee's McRae is such a great school. Um, 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, Lee's McRae had a great tennis program. I remember in college playing some of the guys there, and they were just so good. And uh, I just, I just now that I have the opportunity to, to coach at Lee's McRae, I would love to bring that level of tennis here in the mountains, back here in the mountains, so we can get to that former glory that we used to be. Well, you have a very interesting background. You know, things seem to begin for you at the University of Oklahoma. And and then after that, you know, during your time there, you became the Big 8 champion yeah. in 1995 and then was a 10-year yeah. member of the Davis Cup team for the U.S. Virgin Islands. And I would imagine that's just tremendous experience that you had. Uh, I'm curious, as an athlete, number one, what was that like? And then two... How did that experience help you as a coach? That's a great question, Tim. Um, you know, it, it was extremely hard, as anyone knows, to get to any level of sports, of your sport, college, high school, college, pros, whatever. And um, it, it took a lot of hard work for me to train to get to that level. But I think most importantly, it came down to managing my time as a student, as a tennis player, and then after I graduated college, trying to work, uh, play, trying to work, and then trying to play pro tennis all at the same time. So it really came down to learning how to manage my time to train and to work and to, to balance everything out to allow myself to play the ten years of the Virgin Islands Davis Cup. So let me get this straight: you actually worked a full time job and was competing at that high level. Yes, I sure was. I I was pro enough to to make it in the lower level of pros, but I wasn't making the money to travel the way you need to travel to make to make the rankings. So I was having a full time job with wife and kids and mortgage and everything that you can bill wise for bills and I was trying to find time in the beginning of the day and in the middle of the day to train to make the team, to try out for the team every year, and then to to play uh, Davis Cup. That's incredible. Well, I grew up a big tennis fan, so I'm familiar with what that means in the tennis world. The Davis Cup is huge. And so as you, yes. you do all of that, as a coach now, being a high school coach and a college coach, how do you feel like that experience has really helped you and how you, you can then translate that into helping the kids at Lee's McRae. You know, I was always such a alert tennis player. I always wanted to learn, always open to learning, and I took in everything that I learned as much as I could. And I feel like I have a wealth of knowledge that I can 
show these kids. And the beautiful thing about the college level is they are good enough, the tennis players are good enough to own that point to win the game to, to you know, show somebody weaker side of their game. So it, it's exciting for me to be able to, to tell these kids, this is what you need to do, this is how you need to do it, and then for them to formulate it and do it. That, that's exciting for me. I can't wait to, to experience that with the kids. Well, you know, I have this thing I say that I picked up from a mental conditioning coach is that it takes what it takes. And, you know, you've lived it, you've been through it, and you're able to translate that over and explain to our athletes that this is what it takes if you want to have some breakthroughs. You're not just going to show up and play your way through it. You have to actually work on it. Who was who someone you played against we all might know, and what did you learn? You Obviously, it sounds like you yeah. learned that that next level is, is a little tougher than you realized. Yeah. For sure, for sure. It, 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 you, you really realize that you don't know that much. And one of my, I've played a lot of guys that are in the lower levels of the pros, but the highest-ranked guy I've ever played was uh, Dustin Brown, and his claim to fame, which is my claim to fame, is he beat Rafael Nadal in 2014, and I beat Dustin Brown a couple of years prior to that. So that mm. was one of my biggest wins ever on the pro circuit was to beat him. And he actually had a match point on me, and I uh, found a way to, to get out of that match point and to win the match myself. So that was a very, very big win mentally and physically as a player to, to become to that next level. And, you know, even for athletes at the D2 level that we have – to have those kinds of breakthrough moments can make a huge difference yeah. in your development, can't they? Yeah, it can really give you a humongous uh, mental boost on on telling yourself when you get put in that situation again, you'll be aware of it and acknowledge it and then know what to do uh, to, to go overcome that situation for sure. Mm. All right, so let's look ahead. You've got uh, your new, you got this team that you're uh, taking over the head coach role of. Uh, you know, you may or may not have had a whole lot of time to really be around them much with all of the rules and regulations we're having to follow. But as you look ahead, yeah. what excites you the most about your roster and the spring season that you're going to have? I'm excited to get these players, the men and the women's team, to get in the best physical shape that they can get in. So mentally, when they start playing, they're not going to be worried on winning because they're physically there. Mm. Um, this uh, semester, we're just going to play a lot of tennis, get in physical shape, so we don't have to worry about about the mental aspect in the spring. It is pretty amazing, isn't it? How if you're lacking physical conditioning, the mental side becomes double uh, as difficult because it's tougher to make good decisions when you're t- fatigued. Yes, yes, you. you it's very easy to want to give up. And not want to, and not want to fight through that point and fight through the game to try to win. It's so easy to say, "Well, I did all right. It's okay to lose." Yeah, no, that's definitely not. Uh, that's something to overcome. And all of us athletes and coaches, uh, we we get to that point, whatever our boundary is, and and that's the little thing it's going to take to have a breakthrough and get to the next level. And uh, you know, this time of year, at least, hopefully, everybody's getting the sufficient practice time together especially with our new coaches uh, learning all the athletes and their strengths and weaknesses and I think conditioning uh, 
at every sport is a critical element because the better conditioned you are, the better decision maker you're going to be, and, and you're really going to have a chance to hit your potential. So uh, for all you aspiring athletes out there that want to compete at, at the D1 or D2 level, any level, if you want some breakthroughs, you got to be well a well-conditioned athlete or else – uh, you're going to get exposed <laughs> is, a, is a nice way yes, of putting it. Yes, this is true. All this right. is true, Tim. To add upon that quickly, Tim, I'm sorry. Um, if you, if, if physically everyone can hit the ball at this level, everyone can play their sport at this level, it's when it gets in a tight situation. If you're physically there mentally, you're going to say, I can do this, and it's for you to grab, not for them to take. Mm, that's a good point. All right. So, Gene, got one final question. All right? Yes, sir. So, I want you to think about what is your one big Bobcat Club dream goal fundraiser for the men and women tennis team? What would that be? The dream goal? Yeah, the dream. Fundraiser? Yes. If if you had a project you wanted to, to fulfill and see happen, what would it be that would directly impact your team? Hopefully sooner than later to get those tennis courts resurfaced so we could have you know, the public at Sugar and Banner Oak and the surrounding areas to be able to play there. And uh, and we can have a, a good facility for the uh, men's and women's uh, Lee's McCray Bobcat team. Well, I think that's a good goal. And uh, I know that's something that's been on everyone's radar for a while. So Bobcat fans, tennis fans, you heard that straight from the head coach, Gene Highfield. Uh, go to lmcbobcats.com. Join the Bobcat Club. You can give directly to uh, the men and women tennis team and help them achieve that that goal of one day uh, getting that resolved and getting it uh, to the level that they needed to be. So, Gene, thanks for being on Inside the Den and sharing your story today. Thank you, Tim. And remember, everyone, go Bobcat. To listen to this episode again or to find previous episodes, go to our website, lmcbombcats.com, or find us on SoundCloud by searching Lees McRae Athletics. And as always, go Bobcats.